Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How's it going, Matt? Pretty good, Marvin. How are you? Uh, just trying to stay out of trouble. Uh, how are things in your neck of the woods? Oh, they're pretty good. Uh, we've been having some pretty good fishing. Uh, right now, it's actually raining as as I speak here, but uh, we've got thunderstorms kind of isolated, predicted for the next week or so, and starting sort of last night this morning several of the waters have started to come up so not really sure what's going to happen over the next week but again i think i think it last week and maybe the week before that you know we're going to have to hop around and, and deal with a little bit of high water but it shouldn't last too long got it and so folks just so you know we're recording this on june the 18th so i assume at this point matt you're really almost exclusively fishing for smallmouth yeah yeah you know unless Unless, you know, like I said, I've, I've got to do something and the uh, smallmouth rivers are all kind of ruled out, you know, we'll go, we'll go trout fishing if people are up for it or, or I'll go trout fishing if I've got the day off um, because that stays good all summer uh, just because we have sort of an elevation temperature advantage here where uh, our creeks stay cold enough and having a flow to them all summer where we can, you know, ethically and, and reliably catch wild trout all summer. So I will do, I will fish and I'll do several trout trips through the summer, but it, you're right. It's not my main focus. Um, I'm mostly on the smallmouth train at this point. Gotcha. So it's not quite the dog days of summer yet, luckily. Um, but as the water comes up, I guess we're going to see what fish kind of go on the eat and then push to structure. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it'll depend on so some of the smaller systems that they they really seem to, you know, they fish pretty well before the water hits real hard, and then when they get, you know, high and brown, they they kind of shut down a little bit, or so it seems. The bigger rivers are a little better, but yeah, you know, you're looking for areas out of current on the bank. Um, and that, and that kind of thing. And there is more food in the water. So, um, so yeah, they, they will take advantage of that, um, have more kicked around in the water column. And, you know, part of the reason I think that they moved to the banks other than just energy conservation is energy gain, because as the water rises a foot, you know, now they've got, uh, they've got some new sort of, bottom that they can scour for food you know bank that was previously uh above water that's now below water so you have a lot more food along the banks um as well gotcha and or is your approach as the water comes up really to generally fish subsurface and fish patterns with a lot of contrast it depends yeah um that, that's i mean you can't go wrong with that um sometimes you know it, it really just depends on the mood of the fish and the uh, sort of uh, temperature trends and all that, but you know, sticking real tight to the bottom is sometimes good. You can catch fish on top water. Um, you make a little more noise, um, or you know, if you have some clarity, you know, getting real, real tight to the bank works sometimes too. But I, yeah, I'm mostly streamer fish, and and uh, like you said, uh, patterns of contrast and you know, you want to go bigger and darker. And if there's any way you can have any kind of sound, you know, we're, 
a little bit limited in that respect with, with fly gear, but, uh, but sound helps as well. Got it. And this is a pretty good segue into a listener question from Eric Mayhew. He was talking about using split shot with streamers and trying to fish mid column and get deeper. Kind of what's your approach uh, to get depth when the water's up or if you're trying to fish just a deep hole, if you're fishing for smallmouth, and even you can share with us what you do when you're fishing for trout? Yeah. So I guess I'd, I'd first say that, you know, when it comes to streamer fishing for smallmouth in particular, have and I suppose trout as well, um, I like to classify streamers into two sort of categories. You have your mid-column sort of suspending flies, um, and those flies are often, I call them displacement flies too, because you get a lot of your action um, by with, with slack in the line after a strip and the head of the fly is going to sort of push water around the back end of the fly and cause it to move or kick or whatever. Um, and generally those are fairly mutually buoyant, you know, bait fish flies and, and the like. Um, and then you have your, your deep dredging, you know, weighted, I call them jigging flies because they've generally got cone head or bead head, or they've got uh, dumbbell eyes and your action is imparted by, you know, twitching, twitching the bug and so it's going to kind of kick up and down it's going to jig a little bit so if to be honest i don't use split shot smallmouth fishing a whole lot um particularly not with the former style of fly because generally those styles of flies uh you have a hook riding down and if you put split shot on the rig you're generally just going to get the whole thing deeper you're going to hang up a little bit more um, and in fast water, you know, you're going to have to get down, but you know, you don't want to hang up constantly if you're battling high flows, um, or something like that. Uh, dredging, you know, weighted fly, um, absolutely, you know, uh, occasionally I will add split shot just because maybe I'm really comfortable with the size of the fly I'm fishing. Um, and I don't feel like it would be a good idea to fish a bigger fly with a bigger dumbbell eye or a bigger cone head or something like that. Um, in that situation, I would add split shot. Um, doesn't happen very often. I can think of a handful of times where, where we've done that. And usually it's just because, like I said, I've kind of got the size of the fly I want. I just need to get a little bit deeper because I know there's a fish sitting in a particular spot. like. I remember one day uh, last summer, there's a, you know, there's a big boulder, uh, you know, eight feet below the surface, but you can, you just know there's a soft cushion behind it and it's just the perfect spot. And we sat there for a little while and made some weight adjustments and eventually got it to where that bug would get straight to the bottom and we caught a nice fish. But like I said, I don't do that too often. Generally, um, I would advise going with a, some sort of sinking line before split shot, just because it's going to make casting easier. And, uh, you have, you have a little bit more control, I believe, over your fly because, um, you know, if you're fishing an intermediate or a sink tip line, um, some of your line is at the same level that your fly will be as you retrieve it versus if you fish 
a fly with split shot on the leader on a floating line, you're going to have to count that fly down just like you would, a, you know, a sinking fly line. But as soon as you make a, a strip, it's going to move back up in the water column. And particularly if you have fast water, you're going to be, it, it's going to move a lot higher up in the water column than you think. So, um, again, like I said, if you're using a dredging fly and you're kind of, kind of dead drifting or bottom bouncing, totally different story split shots fine but i would i would change the weight in the actual fly first you know dumbbell eyes or or something like that and uh if you can if you're fishing some kind of bait fish suspending displacement action fly i'd use a some sort of sinking line got it oh sorry go ahead yeah all right and then sorry i'm being long-winded here um on the trout fishing side of it um Generally, your water is going to be a little, you know, you're not going to be dealing with as much volume, you know, particularly in the southeast, you know, unless you are, you know, streamer fishing on a tailwater or something like that. And in that situation, I would I would use the same playbook as I would smallmouth fishing, to be honest. Um, smaller streams, generally going to be using a little bit smaller fly, maybe. You don't have to. You know, big streamers catch catch big fish and small streams too but um i tend to do a little more a little more dead drifting and sort of you know finesse streamer fishing in in the smaller trout streams and so you know split shot uh can come in handy there um i don't know if you said uh the uh in terms of like how to add the split shot but generally um something i like to do probably doesn't make as big a difference streamer fishing because it's a big bug and and they're not you know generally you're going to get a reaction strike if you're if you're fishing aggressively um but like you know if you're nymph fishing something that you deal with a lot is split shot sliding down and kind of like hitting the eye or fly and then it just kind of looks unnatural so in that situation absolute worst thing you could do is tie an overhand knot and I've, I've done that before just you know being kind of dumb fishing by myself and figuring it's not gonna you know i'm not gonna hook a big fish and then usually you do and you break the fish off because you've sacrificed the integrity of your tippet so um if you need to solve that problem you know always i, I would recommend just clipping your clipping your leader about 10 inches above and just tying a a uh um, but not, and just sticking your split shot above that, you know, you shouldn't need it too, too tight to your fly and that'll just keep it in one spot and, uh, and you'll still have the full strength of your leader. No, that's awesome. That's really helpful. And Eric, I'll, uh, I'll send you a message on Facebook and if you'll send me your address, uh, I'll send you some articulate fly swag and you'll get entered for the end of the season drawing for some Matt Riley flies and some discount coupons for Riley rods. Um, you know, before we go, Matt, I always ask you to share your upcoming rural Virginian article. What are you working on? Yeah. So I can't remember if, I said last week, but um, been working on a piece about uh, Brian Conchester, who's a bamboo rod maker up in Rockbridge, Virginia. Um, that one should be done tonight. Uh, I think I mentioned that to you. Um, got another one. Um, well, a couple others. Um, 
one about a new boat that a company that I've worked fairly close with, uh, Boulder Boat Works out of Boulder, Colorado, is uh, should be coming out with this this year, um, this season. Um, they just put it on the water for the first time a couple weeks ago. Um, I won't give away too many details on that. And then another one, um, uh, Sweetwater Brewing Company came out with their uh, guide beer, which is kind of a cool concept um, with, I think it's a portion, a small portion of their proceeds goes to uh, guides in need, guides that have been displaced by weather or an injury or, or something that sort of prohibits them from doing their work. Um, and I got a couple of cases of that back last, well, last summer when they were sort of, uh, sort of field testing it and they came out with it, uh, the public up just a couple months ago so i'm working on that one as well and with the rain we've had the last uh the last day and probably going to get tomorrow and thursday i'll probably be at my desk a little bit cracking away at those that sounds like a bad problem to have um yeah (laughs) before we go why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can book you and fish with you this summer yeah, yeah. The website is Matt Riley Fly Fishing, and that's M A T T R E I O L Y Fly Fishing. Um, and you can shoot me an email, or give me a phone call, or text message, or anything like that. Um, and I should add too, if uh, if I didn't answer Eric's question the way he he was uh, looking for me to, uh, feel free to send me an email or text or something like that too, and I'd be happy to help you out. Well, that's awesome. I really appreciate it, Matt. And folks, you owe it to yourself to get out and fish before it gets super-duper hot this summer. Tight lines, everybody. Take it easy, Matt. Yeah, you too, Marvin.